You are not your ego. You are your higher self. Yet when old patterns from childhood get triggered, we go into the self-defense mode and want to protect ourselves. Just like when that sympathetic nervous system gets signaled and activated and it's voluntary, involuntary, definitely not voluntary, it's involuntary, that survival mechanism, our ego, also shows a reaction as well. It's that self-defense mechanism. Remember the fight, flight, freeze. This is a part of the ego. Makes a huge difference to know that you are not your ego. And when your ego is driving, because this is the vessel that we all have, right? This is your vessel. And the vest, this vessel of yours can only have one driver at a time. Who is driving your vessel? That's something to always be curious about. Welcome to the Life is a Healing Journey podcast by yours truly, Anushka, with a C. This podcast explores how you can create a true healthy lifestyle and live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance by healing and balancing your mind, body, spirit. If you are someone that's been dealing with disharmony in any area of your life and you are committed to seeking harmony, this podcast is for you. Let's start healing. Today's podcast is focused on the mind piece of mind, body, spirit. Learning to differentiate between who you are and who you are not is a significant part of your self-discovery. Understanding the differences and dynamics between these two aspects of your being is essential for fostering personal growth, self-awareness, and of course, inner harmony. The concept of the higher self and the ego has been a topic of exploration in various spiritual and psychological philosophies, especially in the more recent years. I actually didn't even know what higher self meant six, seven years ago. I had no idea what that term even was. Of course, I had turned I had heard of the term ego, right? Because I feel like that's just part of the language that we have. And it was always in a negative way. It is essential to not just know the difference of the two. And it's also essential to balance these aspects in your life. The higher self, which is often referred to as the true self or authentic self, represents your inner essence, who you were born as, who was completely untouched by any external influence, such as parents or guardians or societal conditioning like school and such. It embodies your deepest aspirations, your values, and spiritual connections. It's what truly makes you the unique you that you are. It is the source of our inner guidance and serves as a compass for our journey towards self-realization and towards our path, our soul's purpose. This is the nature of the higher self. The higher self is an extension of yourself that is a part of you and a part of source, the ultimate and infinite higher power, whatever that may be that you believe in. 
this energy links us to everyone and everything as well. We are all interconnected through this shared energy. It's the connection we have as we were born before all these limiting beliefs and conditioning happen in our life. In our natural state, we are our essence and we come from love, compassion, bliss, infiniteness. And it really truly is that intuition, wisdom, and trust that comes from this higher self. When we are connected to our higher self, we live in that present moment. We're completely present and are able to experience all these amazing emotions that we're meant to experience like love and the compassion and peace and all of it. We know that we are complete, infinite, limitless beings and lack nothing. We are open and available for powerful, connected experiences of ourselves, others, and of our life, this life that truly got to be grateful for. The higher self serves as a beacon of light, guiding us towards self-discovery, personal growth, and a deeper understanding of our purpose in life, that soul's purpose. We're all here for a purpose, maybe multiple more purposes, and typically it's all connected. It encourages us to align our thoughts, actions, and values with our authentic selves. When we connect with our higher self, we are more likely to experience a sense of fulfillment, that deep fulfillment, which I'm sure you've experienced at some point or another, that peace and harmony in your life. This is the nature of the higher self. Now, on the contrary, when you are not in your natural state, who you were born as, and all these that you come with, you are coming from your survival mechanism, fear, protection. You're often living a story about the past or your concerns about the future. And in the present moment, your full experience of love, joy, power, and connection is blocked. You just can't experience it. Typically, this happens when you get triggered, scared, or some story, old story that's typically a pattern in your life happens, and it sometimes seems to spiral. That happens until you heal it. And so you'll continuously live a very similar story over and over again until you awaken from it. This is when the ego takes over, though, which is what develops psychologically. So the ego develops psychologically as a result of our interactions with the external world. It is shaped by the societal norms, parental and cultural influences, and of course, our own personal experiences. The ego is concerned with self-preservation, identity, and the need for validation, recognition, wanting to feel valued or loved or whatever it is, typically from a place of insecurity. It often operates from a place of fear, separation, and self-centeredness. The ego is truly there to, and was developed to protect us, really, from getting hurt. So it's really there as a survival mechanism that takes over to defend us. The ego, the ego, <laughs> the ego, while often perceived negatively, because that's how we always say, oh, look at that, his ego, or look at her ego, or ego took over, or whatever it is that we have in our language, it's perceived negatively, and it's considered to limit your personal growth. Also, this, even though it's perceived this way, 
that it's going to limit your personal growth, you have to also look at it as it plays a vital role in your life, in all our lives. It provides us with a sense of identity and actually helps us navigate the practical aspects of our daily existence. However, if left unchecked, the ego can lead to self-centeredness, as I mentioned. Attachment to material possession and a constant need for that external validation. It's like needing needing to be the center of attention just to feel good about yourself. It tends to create illusions of separation, loneliness, fostering negative emotions such as jealousy, resentment, anger, greed, and creates that separation. Like you are separate from anyone else rather than we are one. This is the nature of the ego. You are not your ego. You are your higher self. Yet when old patterns from childhood get triggered, we go into this self-defense mode and want to protect ourselves. Just like when the sympathetic nervous system gets signaled and activated and it's voluntary, involuntary, definitely not voluntary, it's involuntary, that survival mechanism our ego also shows a reaction as well. It's that self-defense mechanism. Remember the fight, flight, freeze. This is a part of the ego. It makes a huge difference to know that you are not your ego. And when your ego is driving, because this is the vessel that we all have, right? This is your vessel. And the vest, this vessel of yours can only have one driver at a time. Who is driving your vessel? That's something to always be curious about. I actually walk my clients through uncollapsing who they are and who they are not by really look, getting curious. And when they get triggered, asking, who's driving this vehicle of mine? Is it my higher self or my ego? Anytime there is judgment or strong opinion or point of view or stereotypes present of any kind or anything like it, where you want to prove to someone you are right, for instance, or wanting to prove that you're valued or whatever the story may be, know that you are coming from your ego. Anytime you are coming from anything other than love and compassion and bliss, it is not you. I have different exercises I walk clients through to determine really in more detail what their ego and self-defense mechanisms are. Of course, you're always welcome to reach out if you're interested to learn about that. It's not really something that I can go through here because it's a personal, unique conversation since we're all unique beings. And you can have fun by also naming your ego. So this is a way to create more awareness, to really start looking at separating the true you, your higher self, from your ego. I used to call my ego Ursula. So for the longest time, Ursula was my ego. Anytime something would happen and I could just tell that something triggered me and I just, like I've said before in past episodes, my automatic self-defense mechanism is attack or I have outbursts or whatever that may be. And so I would go from zero to a hundred sometimes real quick. And so of course, to me, I'm like, oh, there goes Ursula. So I had to catch that, disrupt it, right? 
Now, since we are always evolving and life is a healing journey, I've worked on also evolving my ego because that is possible. And now my new and evolved ego name is the Hulk, right? Now, again, not that I can completely quiet her down, the ego part, because that's part of my automatic defense mechanism. And I have a bit more control over it and can actually stop it and take ownership. Ursula, there was no ownership, right? So as you can tell, there's been definitely an evolution of that. And remember, your ego is not bad. Like this whole bad ego thing, that's not the case. That's one of the things I actually have clients do as well is actually make best friends with your ego because your ego is truly out there to protect you. And it's really knowing and being mindful when the ego is safer, is most appropriate to take over. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my ego. Going through engineering school, getting my computer science engineering degree to prove to them that I'm smart, all ego-based, or pushing, pushing through the whole brain tumor journey with, I've got this attitude. Again, that was definitely my ego protecting me, right? Even through this fertility journey, not giving up, not willing to give up. I'm very clear. This is the ego part of me. And of course, now I balance it with my higher self because the key to fulfilling a balance and a fulfilling and having a balanced life is really understanding the and harmonizing the higher self and the ego, just creating a balance between the two. Whereas I follow my intuition now. Yes, the ego takes over and I can recognize that. Recognizing the ego's presence, the motives and limitations really allows us to transcend its limitations and align our actions with our higher self. When we do that, we are developing self-awareness and by having different practices like meditation, mindfulness, journaling, self-reflection, all that really does support us in discerning between the ego's voice the driver, which one's the driver, and the guidance of our higher self. Really being able to distinguish the two, uncollapse, and really notice who you are and who you are not, right? Like if you remember all those, a lot of cartoons have like that little angel and the little devil, right? That's all depicted that way. And really it's because there are two different versions of us. So which one are you listening to? Which one are you allowing to be the dominant driver once you have that awareness and create some practice areas in that and you begin to choose your higher self then the higher self becomes the one that's more the dominant driver so take a look at that in your life the higher self and the ego represent two distinct aspects of our being like i said like right these two little guys we always remember those while the ego provides a sense of identity and navigates the practical aspects of life, the higher self guides us towards what's in our highest good, that self-realization and wisdom and connection with our authentic selves. Balancing these two aspects is, again, it's crucial for personal growth, inner harmony, and a meaningful existence where you're not taken over by your ego and 
for some, when that happens, unfortunately, are not able to maintain relationships or jobs or anything like that because they're full on ego and can't even recognize it. So really take a look at that, right? Take a look at yourself and really do the work to recognize, not that there's anything wrong with you, not that there's some, you're the one to blame or anything like that. It's more of you've had personal experiences. There's nothing to fix. It's just healing the different experiences you've had so you're not living in the past. I see that happen so much and not just clients, but people around me where they have this past they're holding on to, some of which they don't even remember, and they are full on ego mode. And on top of it, because they have no awareness, they feel like they're full on right about it and very righteous about it. Well, that sucks for them and even worse, people that are around them. So it's really about take a look at yourself and begin to take some ownership because truly who doesn't want to have harmony in their life? When you begin to practice and master the self-awareness and consciously align your thoughts, actions, and values with your higher self, that's when you begin to embrace a transformative journey, healing one layer at a time and changing your life for the better on a daily basis. Because once you have awareness, and I'll say this always, because 80% is awareness, and then there's acceptance after, but 80% is awareness. Once you have that, then you have choice. And then you can control whether to react or respond. And that's the difference between ego and higher self. Reaction is an ego protective me mechanism, right? When you actually are able to be more mindful, you are more likely to respond. And as always, following your intuition and what's in your highest good. When you're connected to your higher self, your intuition actually will flow to you with ease. And it's the strongest. It's actually part of the higher self source connection. Otherwise, when you're coming from your ego, all these emotions, that's usually what happens, right? We get triggered, emotions start flowing. And guess what happened? There's a cloud that covers you. The cloud is all around you. And when there is a cloud, it becomes really difficult to receive your intuition. It's just foggy. It doesn't, it's almost like having brain fog. It just won't be as clear. So create awareness and begin discerning between your higher self, that true self, that true authentic self versus your ego, your false self. Really begin to see the difference which will really allow you to live life with ease and in alignment to the point where magic seems like will happen. The ego says everything will fall into place. Only then will I feel at peace when everything falls into place. Whereas the higher self, true self, spirit says, I find my peace within and everything else falls into place. So remember that quote and see where you're coming from. And for the practice area to integrate into your life, again, to create that awareness, name your ego. I said it earlier. I said what mine is, right? Name your ego. And every time that you do feel triggered or there's some judgment going on or you have this really strong opinion and you just are not in love right? The love frequency. You're not feeling love. This is, I know, frequency was. And of course, mind, body, spirit are all connected. 
Whenever love is not there, it's not present, and you're feeling something other than that, just know that's not you. That's not your true self. That's your ego. Anything other than love is present, right? And you can name that ego. Give it whatever name you want. It can be anything. Maybe it's like, like I said, mine being, I like superhero and I like all the Marvel, whatever stuff or cartoons, right? So I started off with initially Ursula and then I changed it to Hulk because I know that again, when I get triggered and I, especially if I'm hormonal, then I do tend to still have those outbursts. I used to say Ursula because it happened a lot more and completely had no control. I wouldn't take ownership of it. I would stay in my righteous self a lot more. Whereas now I have more control still happens because again, it's automatic, right? Yet I am able to calm her down and recognize quickly and take responsibility quickly. So take a look and let me know. Would love to hear what is your ego name subscribe to not miss next next the next episode i was going to say next week but it's no longer next week it's every other friday so the next episode in two weeks focus on the body thank you for listening to life is a healing journey podcast you are here to peel and heal one layer at a time to live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance while embracing a life filled with love, joy, and peace. If you are in disharmony in any area of your life and truly desire to be in harmony and committed to elevating your health and well-being, I'm one click away. Find me at healingwithanushka.com. And remember, that's Anushka with a C. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones. Get your healing on. Until next time.